All right, we're back live with the WMAY Morning News Feed, and I'm back in the country after traveling to Iceland for a week and a half. I'm glad that I was able to connect with Congressman Rodney Davis to bring him on to talk a bit about what happened in Washington, D.C. yesterday. Congressman, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you? I'm doing great, Greg. How are you? And how was Iceland? Oh, it was incredible. I'll have to tell you all about that and uh, also all the COVID protocols that we had to jump through to get back into my own country. Uh, but uh, that's another story for another day. Washington, D.C. had a hearing yesterday about the January 6th riots uh, at the Capitol building. You were actually appointed to that commission. What's the status of your uh, your spot on there? And what are you worried is not going to be addressed uh, from that uh, the commission that's now dominated by Democrats? Yeah, first off, it is a select committee that is has uh, eight Democrats and two Republicans who accepted Nancy Pelosi's appointment. Uh, I, I was part of the original five that were offered or that were offered by Majority Leader McCarthy. And for the first time in our institution's history, Speaker Pelosi decided to kick off and veto two of uh, Kevin McCarthy's nominations. I think that can have some long-term impacts on how this place operates. I mean, even Mike Madigan wouldn't kick off Jim Durkin's committee appointments. So these are not things that we should take lightly. Uh, It was all of us or none of us, uh, but I'm disappointed, I'll be honest with you. I I wanted to be on that committee. I wanted to hear my good friend Harry Dunn in person give his testimony. I spoke with him this morning. He, He mentioned during his testimony how he and I saw each other in the rotunda after January 6th events. Uh, calmed down and and we just embraced uh, and they were able to tell their stories yesterday. But what I'm afraid of is that Chairman Benny Thompson has already said the only questions that are off limits are those questions that have to do with Speaker Pelosi's role in the security posture leading up to January 5th. And I think there are a lot of questions that need to be answered. Well, and to that, I think, you know, one of the things that we we hope that this type of investigation would have gotten to the bottom of even months ago was how indeed it could have been breached, knowing that there were, you know, hundreds of thousands of people in Washington, D.C. protesting. The vast majority of them were peaceful protests, uh, but you did have, uh, you know, thousands that that breached the Capitol and got in. And those are going to be they're being prosecuted right now. Uh, People are being charged with trespassing and assaulting police and assaulting media and so on. Even some from right here in central Illinois being charged with that. Uh, But are are we going to find out where the lapses were and how exactly it's possible that uh, law enforcement on the ground uh, was not prepared? Are we going to get those answers? Well, that's what I'm hoping we get, and that's why I'm going to continue to ask the questions. Uh, Remember, the Capitol Police chief cannot make security decisions without going to the Capitol Police board, which is made up of political appointments uh, in the House from the Speaker. I, and I asked a question at a press conference yesterday that I hope the media asks the Speaker and, and, and her team. Why was she handed a note requesting from the Sergeant at Arms, her political appointee, Paul Irving, that testimony in previous investigations already shown happened? Why was why at 1.43 p.m. while the riots were happening, why in the world did he pass a note asking her permission to bring in the National Guard? Uh, that tells me we've got a problem with how security decisions are made. And I've had a lot of conversations, not just with Harry Dunn, who's on the Capitol Police Force, with, but with my many friends who are on the Capitol Police Force, and, and they agree with me. They're not in a better position to make sure January 6th-like riots don't happen again. 
And, and my job is to make sure that that does not happen, that we change the security posture. We act on intelligence that, that showed uh, that people were targeting Congress. And, you know, just so everybody knows, too, I've said on your show, anybody who breached the Capitol should be prosecuted. You broke the law. I don't care if you're riding in the streets of Springfield looting stores or if you walk into the Capitol, you break the law, you should be punished. And our justice system has to hold people accountable. Congressman Rodney Davis with us on the WMAY morning news feed. Uh, and there's obviously a lot going on with Congress and things that we need to uh, unpack in the future. But just on this January 6th commission, uh, you know, we've had different types of investigations showing that there were intelligence lapses. There was, you know, uh, FBI reports and uh, indication that there was going to be some problems. Um, but do you think anybody's ultimately going to be held accountable outside of the hundreds that are being prosecuted? Will anybody... Uh, uh, officially within uh, the upper echelon of the, the Capitol Police be held accountable uh, for, for the lapses that led to uh, the Capitol being porous and allowing for people to get in there and do damage. Well, the chief at the time was was asked for his resignation the next day. And the sergeant-at-arms at the time, both in the House and the Senate, were asked for their resignations the next day. So they, they've offered some accountability. But that accountability shouldn't just rest on those decision makers who are at the top. Well, and Congressman, we've got we've got very little time here. Are you worried that this is going to be used for politics heading into the November 2022 election? Uh, absolutely. I'm very concerned about that. When, when you have the chairman of the committee who was an objector to multiple elections in the past, when you have Chairman Thompson saying he's not going to ask any questions about the leadership's role, the speaker's leadership role in the security posture, that's nothing but politics, my friend.